People don't really want to do business with big corporates anymore. They want to do business with individuals. Welcome to the Mind Over Money podcast with Jess and James, the only podcast you need to tune into each week to grow your personal, professional and financial life. Join entrepreneur, investor and multi-award winning international speaker Jesson James as he shows you how to take control of your mind to create the life, income and career you deserve. Here's your host, Jesson James. Business fundamentals. Now, what do I mean by business fundamentals? What I'm about to teach you are the basics that you need to understand in, in business. Now, for those of you who are already in business, who've already been in business for a while, you probably have some of these already. But I'm yet to meet anybody that I, I've taught this to that has come up to me before and said, I've done it all already. I think what I'm about to teach you is stuff that if you're already in business, it's going to be a nice refresher for you. But it's also going to be, there's a lot of things on here that you probably aren't doing at the moment that you need to pay attention to. If you're just starting out in business or you're, or you're a startup or you've got an idea that you want to start, then here's the thing. You're going to learn a lot about what you need to get, to get your business off the ground. Because a lot of us, we're getting stuck. We're getting paralyzed. We're not quite sure what we need to do. So first and foremost, you need a business idea. No shit Sherlock. Okay. Of course you need a business idea. All right. And uh, for those of you who don't have one, we will have one by the end of today. Okay, you must, otherwise this training is redundant, all right? So you need a business idea or your current business. Next, every business needs a business, company or trading name, okay? Now, I want you to understand the difference between that, okay? Your business or your company name could be like a limited company, yeah? It's this company, all right? But you might trade as something else. So for example, I've got different companies, but my limited company is irrelevant because I, my brand, Jess and James, is what I trade under, as, in my training business anyway, yeah? So there's a difference between the two, all right? But you don't need to have the same one. In all, with all due respect, your company could be called ABC Limited for everyone cares, no, nobody cares, okay? It's what you trade as, that's really important. Company formation, this is to do with whether you are, I mean, there's, there's typically three types of main company you can operate, on, well, there's a four, actually. But the two that are more important for you is, are you going to be a sole trader? So you're not a registered company, but you just self-employed trade on your own. In the Netherlands, it's, you, know, you, you, could, you, know, you don't have to have a registered company, right? You could be self-employed, sole trader, you know, just pay your tax return, all that kind of stuff. Same here in the UK. Or you can have a limited company, as in you set the company up, you register the company. Uh, in the UK, we call it company's house. In the Netherlands, you'll have your equivalent of where you register your organization. Sorry? Yeah, yeah, please, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, do you know what it is? Yeah, I think it's the Chamber of Commerce. Chamber of Commerce, yeah, there you go, yeah. Now, I want you to understand, because the difference, there's this, this, the, the difference between the two is very important for you to understand. If you are not a registered company, as in you, you're just self-employed, yeah, you, it means you're responsible for absolutely everything that happens in that business. So if that business goes bust, or you take out credit, and it doesn't work out, they can come for your personal assets. They can come for you personally. They can bankrupt you personally, okay? If it's a limited company, as in you took out, you've done this deal in a, in a limited company name, the, the word limited 
it means limited to the liabilities of the company, not the owner. So as long as you've behaved responsibly in your business and you've not acted recklessly, then the debt dies with the company, providing you haven't given a personal guarantee on stuff. Right? So for example, if you open a beauty business and you, borrow, you buy stock or you take it out on credit, if the business has got the credit, not you, then if that business goes wrong, it's the business that's in trouble, not you personally. If you put your name to it, then they can come to you as well. All right? That's the difference between, you need to decide which one you want. My advice is get some advice on it, some tax advice from a, uh, an accountant. Next, VAT registration or not. Again, that depends on the industry you're in. Some industries you don't register for VAT. For example, the health industry, there's no VAT in there. Yeah? Um, but in the UK, you've got a threshold of about 85,000, something like that, to trade with until you have to register for VAT. Uh, but VAT is optional up until that point. Some people do it because uh, it makes them look more professional. Some people do. They just think, oh, I'm VAT registered. Yeah, but that also means you need to give 20% to the government. So, but you can also claim VAT on expenses. So if I, buy, if I buy a laptop, I can claim the VAT back through my company because it's being used for the business. So I can offset that, yeah? So what I want you to understand is though, is, is it necessary to be VAT registered or not? And more importantly, if you are planning on registering for VAT in the future, then understand that the minute you meet the threshold for VAT, you're gonna have to start charging your clients 20% more. And a lot of them won't be happy about that. All right, so Jamie, cleaners that came round the house, Claire, did you have a chat with her? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, um, so she, she, when, she when, when we first started working with her, she wasn't VAT registered. And then the company started doing better, and she slapped us with a 20% increase in fees. I didn't mind, because I, I don't care, yeah. But she did lose customers over that. Because suddenly, she's gone from being 50 quid a week, or whatever it is, to 60 quid a week, or whatever. So suddenly, there's 20% added to it. And some customers went, no, I don't want it. So have a think about your pricing right now. Do you need to price it in advance so that when you do start to charge people VAT, you're not gonna take the hit? Some people don't think about that, yeah? So if you're charging someone 100 pounds at the moment, the minute you register for VAT, you're only gonna keep 80 of that because 20 of it goes to who? The government. So what, if you still wanna keep 100, start charging 120 now. So then when you do have to give 20, you're still making your 100. Is this making sense? Yeah? Next, business bank account. Get one. <laughs> a lot of people still do business from their own personal account. There's two reasons why that's wrong. Number one, technically you're not meant to be trading with your personal bank account. You know your current account with your personal savings account, whatever you call it, yeah? You're not meant to be trading with that. Your bank can shut it down if they know you're trading. Number two, it's virtually impossible to manage your business finances if your personal finances are mixed up with it. You can't do it, okay? So I recommend you go and get a business bank account. Now, um, who has a business bank account, by the way? Raise your hand, you've got one? Okay, good. Very important that you get one. Um, I personally, I personally bank, here in the UK anyway, with Metro Bank. Uh, and the reason I use Metro Bank is that they're open seven days a week. They, they work with entrepreneurs. They're very good with that. 
you can walk in, open your business account, and have your debit card in your hand in two hours, ready to rock and roll. Uh, they're very good, very quick, okay? However, it's a traditional bank. So be prepared for credit checks and stuff to be run on you, all that kind of stuff, all right? There are ways for you to get bank accounts, quick bank accounts, online. Um, if you want one that uh, doesn't have any credit checks, by the way, this is for the UK, obviously I'm not familiar with the banks over there, but you don't need to worry, you've got one anyway. But over here, if you want to open a quick business bank account with no credit checks, let's say for example you've got CCJs or you've got bad credit or whatever, um, there's a place called Cash Plus that you can go online. Um, they're currently changing to bank status. I'm going to tell you, they are quick to open a bank. You can open a bank account in two minutes, business and personal, with no credit checks. And you'll have a MasterCard delivered to you within five days, which is a prepaid credit card, basically, a debit card. However, here's the thing. They're shit. <laughs> they are. Um, we had several accounts with them just because we needed lots of different bank accounts for stuff. And they're transitioning into bank status at the moment. And they blocked loads of accounts and did loads of security checks. I think I've got like 20, 30 grand sitting in one of their accounts at the moment that I can't touch. I've given up tracing. I'll let them figure it out later. Now, I'm not sounding big-headed. I don't need that money, so I'm not worried about it. But that's not the point. Can you imagine if my whole business revolved around that cash? I'd be dead. Yeah? So they're not very good at the moment. So I'm not, I'm not actually recommending them at all, just so you're clear. They're assholes. <laughs> um, but if you're desperate and you need one and you, you've got credit issues or whatever, you can't open it there. All right? Um, but the, sorry? Yeah, there's other ones. There's Tide. I haven't used them. These, these are ones I haven't used. There's Tide. There's Starling Bank, which is apparently quite good. Yeah, Starling, Starling are quite good online. Um, and they're actually part of the business bank, yeah, business bounce back loan scheme at the moment with the government. So if you've got a Starling bank account, you can actually apply for a... And Tide as well. Good. I, I haven't personally used any of these. If people have come to problems yeah? with bounce back loans with Tide, how would they get that down? Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, we won't go into bounce back loans now, but, but what I mean is, is that, you know, Choose a business bank to manage your business affairs in. It's very, very important. Okay. Next. Yes, TransferWise. But TransferWise, yeah, we use it more to take payments rather than to send for us. Um, business cards and brochures. Here's my take on it. If you need them, get them. If you don't, don't. Let's be honest. What do most people do with a business card nowadays when you give it to them? They do. No, no one uses it. Yeah? Also, I want you to think of it like this. If it's relevant to your business, fine. Okay? So like, if people need it, great. If it helps you, great. Like, Jamie, if we're going to do a cleaning business, yeah, it might pay for us to get some brochures done. Why? Because we can leaflet drop them. Yeah? But it's not relevant for all businesses. Like, Mert, you're not going to post leaflets through people's doors. It doesn't make any sense, okay? What you might have, though, is a brochure. Here's why. Because remember, when I teach you on Thursday about sales, there are people that are kinesthetic buyers, tactile. They like to touch before they buy, 
Yeah, I'm like that, for example. You won't catch me buying clothes online. I don't buy clothes online. I, I like to go in, feel it, touch it. How does it make me feel? That's how I buy. Some people, they, this is why universities still hand out prospectuses, physical catalogs. Yeah, Argos. My mum still bloody has an Argos catalog. Mum, you could do it online. No, I like the catalog. Right. So why has it got smaller now? It's because everything's fucking online. That's why it's got smaller. But, <laughs> but they're tactile. They like to touch. Okay. So if it's relevant, get it. Okay. Also think about this as well, from a positioning perspective. Do you need business cards, and do you want to give them to everybody? Okay, think about that. Like, when I get off stage, I have so many people rush me, wanting to take photos, do this, do this, blah, 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 all this kind of stuff. And they all ask me for what? Your details. Can I call you? Can I have your number? How can I get in touch with you? Can I have your card? Well, first of all, I don't have a card. I don't use cards. Secondly, no, you can't have my number. <laughs> uh, and it's not because I'm being rude. With all due respect, like, I can't possibly keep in touch with everybody. It's, it's, it's not possible, yeah? So, can you imagine every, how many thousands of people have been on stage in front of? Like, can you imagine them numbers, that, if I gave my number out, how many people would be calling me? Like, literally, I'd have to change my number. So, maybe you think about, it. is it necessary for your business? That's all, okay? Uh, next, logo and branding. Logo and branding. I would say this, yeah? Um, if you are operating at a certain turnover already in your business, like 300 grand plus, then maybe spend a little bit more on your logo and branding, okay? Initially, you don't need to spend tens of thousands of pounds on your logo and branding. Like anything between, I don't know, 50 to three, four, 500 pounds is about enough to start off with for anyone who's just getting going. But it is important that you take a look at it. And there are three brands all of you need to be aware of, okay? Everybody must have these three band, brands. Number one, a company brand. Okay? This is your company as a whole. It is a brand. Okay? Next are product brands. Can you guys see over there? This, can you see the chart? Is it too far away? I, I don't know. I'm just conscious that it's like over here. Um, product brands. So the products are brands. And then this is the one that I think is the most important. Personality brand. Is that even spelt right? I don't know. Who cares? Personality brand. So let me give you an example. Company brand. Global success is one of my companies. Company brand. Product brands, your inside one. The Business and Marketing School is a product brand of that company. Okay? Personality brand is who? Jess and James, me. I drive the products that my company offers. Okay? That basically means this is the most important brand all of you should be working on right now, your personality brand. Why? Because people, it's changed. People don't really want to do business with big corporates anymore. They want to do business with individuals. They want to do business with people. Business is a people business. It's not about companies. Yeah? When you open your company, Jamie, I don't want you to be talking about your company name. I want to be talking about you. Who are you? That's what will make people buy from you. Yeah? So three brands you need to be aware of. My advice, if you haven't got the first two, definitely work on your personality brand. 
Okay? When we talk social media tomorrow, um, I'll be talking a lot about why you need to all set up a business uh, fan page or personality fan page as your brand, as you, as an individual. Yeah? Not your company, but you as a person. Okay? I'll talk to you through that tomorrow. Um, next, websites. Uh, get one. <laughs> um, by the way, websites don't make you any money, just so you're clear. Right? They're just a shop front online. Okay? Um, they don't make you money. What makes you money are sales funnels, which I'll talk about tomorrow, which are an addition to your website. Okay? So you can go and get 123reg um, or godaddy.com, go and buy the domain name. Um, my advice as well, don't be afraid to buy your personality brand name as well. Buy your name. By your name. I was very fortunate because there aren't many people called Jess and James out there. So I was able to get jessandjames.com. Okay? If your name is John Smith, you are fucked. <laughs> okay? <laughs> but what I mean is um, try and find abbreviations or different ways of doing it. Okay? And if you want to, buy your children's names. It's just something nice to own. It's what a nice gift to give your child. Here, I bought you your own website. Yeah? Um, but buy your personality brand name. Why? Because as you expand, like who here has got aspirations to have more than one business or has what, to have multiple businesses or has multiple businesses? Okay, good. You're going to go crazy if you have too many websites. All right? So have a central hub where everything that you do falls under that. All right? So, um, you know, I've got various businesses and things like that. But like for me, we're just about to restructure the website now where just that website, jessandjames.com, there'll also be a section in there where people can go to the different websites of the different businesses that I own as well. Yeah, so my property business and admin company and all this kind of stuff. But everything goes around those. Okay? Good. Payment methods. Please make sure when someone wants to pay you, you are able to take it. Here's why. You are not debt collectors. When someone wants to buy something from you, when should they give you the money? <laughs> now, okay, um, I know in some industries it's different where you need to invoice people and all this kind of stuff, but here's the thing. What generally happens when you invoice people? You wait. And then you turn into a debt collector. All right? Now, I do understand some industries say, no, no, you've got invoice, especially corporate. Corporate. Corporate's like 90 days, 60 days till we pay you. Look, I have a client, she works in corporate, 60 days before she gets paid, but not anymore, because we changed it. I asked her, what if you make it your terms, not theirs? She went, no one will buy from me. Really? Really? Try it. She started making them pay 50% up front, and then 50% 30 days later. Some people didn't want to do that. What did she do with those clients? Bye-bye. Yeah? That's wrong. You can't work and then not earn for 60 days. That's just ridiculous, okay? But you must have payment methods available. So all of you should be able to take payment. Now, please stop waiting for people to bank transfer you. Okay, you, they can bank transfer you. But when you invoice people and wait for them to transfer money, what usually happens? You end up waiting. Okay? So you must have a way of taking payments immediately. So all of you should have a card payment provider. Now, 
an easy one for you to set up. Obviously, some people use PayPal. You can use PayPal to take payments. Um, we personally use Stripe. Stripe is like a card payment gateway, which you can put on your website, you can put on funnels, you can put on all sorts. But here's the good thing about it. You could take a payment over the phone. If someone rings you and they want to do a deal, you could take the payment over the phone. Okay? If you're mobile, going around to people's houses or wherever it might be, you can also get these chip and pin machines. You can even get a PayPal one if you want. Yeah? But what I'm saying is, you, you must have multiple ways for people to give you money. Please don't restrict the sale process by going, I only take cash. That's the worst thing you can say to people, I only take cash. Especially during coronavirus, I only take cash. No one wants to touch money, give money. Like, you're not going to get paid. Do you see how people just did, I only do cash? Oh, I, I don't use cards because I get paid, a, I get charged a fee. Well, even if they charge you 2%, I'd rather have 98% of that money than zero. Yeah, people don't think. So have multiple ways of taking money. For us, we take cash, check, card, goats, chickens, all sorts. With, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's our video. It's our video. We take goats as payments, yes. Um, but payment methods, really, really important. Okay. <laughs> uh, next, business insurance. Please, if you don't have business insurance at the moment, get some. We are living in a world of litigation, especially for those of you who are working with clients. You must have business insurance. Okay. Now, um, here in the UK, all of my businesses bar one, because I'm in a partnership with someone who does it themselves, is uh, I, I have my insurance with a company called Hiscox, H-I-S-C-O-X. Yeah? Um, I've used them since 2009, since I started my care business. I've always had um, policies with them. Now, here's the thing. They've got a very good website, which you can go on, to, and it, your quotes are very cheap. They're not expensive. You can pay monthly, you can pay full, whatever it might be. Yeah? Um, but you get some. And you need to have, if you're going to employ people, obviously, employer liability, public liability. The one that I want you all to get, especially if you're on a service-based business, is professional indemnity insurance. Really important. It's really cheap. I pay around 26. Yeah. It's not a lot. It's not a lot. It's not a lot. Yeah. Yeah. And it's worth having. Because we're living in a world where people want to sue you. Literally. Yeah. Everyone's looking to make some money nowadays, okay? So have professional indemnity insurance, especially like, look, please, please understand this. If you're selling someone products, for example, or health supplements or beauty products or whatever, and they put that on their skin or they consume it and something goes wrong, what happens? What are they gonna do? Sue you, right? They're gonna try and blame you, okay? If you don't have professional indemnity insurance, you are screwed. You are screwed. Okay, so for example, I see a lot of people who are in like the network marketing industry, they're selling other people's products and there's nothing wrong with that. Fine. What they don't understand is, if that product gives someone an allergic reaction, they're not gonna try and sue the company, they're gonna sue you because you gave it to them. And you, as, you don't have personal professional indemnity insurance. Do you, you really think that company's gonna back you up? No, because you sold it, not them. Yeah? 
There's a lot of people go around, they don't think about that. There's a lot of network marketers out there, you know, selling products, which is fine. Do what you need to do, but they're not, they don't have insurance. Get some. Legal documents. There's, uh, look, my advice is this. When it comes to business, you need to have some legal frameworks in place. For example, contracts, um, you know, agreements, partnership agreements, if you're on property, tenancy agreements, whatever it might be. Um, here in the UK, we have something called lawdepot.co.uk. It's free to use for the first 30 days. After that, it's like 79 pounds, I think, for the year. This has every single legal document you'll ever need in business, right? And what I mean by that is everything's in there. It's all written by UK lawyers. They also have an American arm now. So if you click the American flag on their um, website, it switches to American. So you, if you're doing business in the States, you can create contracts in the States as well. The good thing about this is you personalize it. You type in what you want on it, any additional terms, and it prints off a fully legal document for you. Okay? You spin it, take a spin on it for like 30 days, see how you feel. But get some in place. Data protection. Um, Mertz, I'm very sure in the Netherlands there'll be there's the data protection sort of when you're using people's you know, GDPR and all that kind of stuff, right? Um, here we have the ICO, yeah, the Independent Commissioner's Office. You must all register with the ICO if you are handling people's details. If you are not, you can get sued, not sued, fined by the ICO for handling people's details. Do you know how bad it is? Even if someone gives you a business card right now, you are technically handling someone else's data and it must be protected. So the ICO is very cheap. It's like 35, 40 pounds for the year. It's not expensive, but it puts you on the data protection register, which means you're regulated to hold people's data. All right. So please, for those of you, especially those of you who write people's details down or store them on a spreadsheet somewhere or wherever you keep them, you need to have protection. Okay, very important. Uh, business contact numbers. Please stop giving everybody your personal mobile phone number when you're doing business. Why shouldn't you do that? You tell me. Why shouldn't you give people your personal number? Yes, you need to stop hanging your number out to perverts who ring you at <laughs> midnight, heavy breathing down the phone. Um, yes, to, boundaries. Boundaries, yeah? Would you... Would, <laughs> Would you ring your GP at midnight expecting them to pick up the phone? No. But what do your clients do when you give them your personal number? They take the piss, is what they do. They take advantage. Right? There's no boundaries in place. So don't give your personal number out. Why? Because they also ring and get upset when you don't call them back. Yeah? Like, didn't you see my, my missed call? Yeah, it was 9 o'clock at night. I'm not working. But they don't understand it because there's no barriers. Okay. Secondly, it looks incredibly unprofessional if you have your personal mobile number. I see people with websites looking all nice and shiny, and at the bottom is, call me, and they've got their mobile number on there. <clears throat> that tells me you are not a business. It tells me you're just a solopreneur on your own, which means you're not really that, you know, you're not really giving people a good impression here, okay? You can buy digital numbers, like places like localphone.com or um, Circle Loop is another one that we use. You can buy digital numbers. And what I would want you to do is buy a business number. Okay? They run off an app. 
circleloop.localphone.com. Localphone.com, you can like buy numbers, including minutes, for as little as $2.99 a month. Yeah? And what I want you to do is, I want you to set up a, a set, if, if, you do, if you do need a business mobile number, rather than walking around with two phones, yeah, have, a, have one as a virtual number. Okay? So on your phone, you're on the same mobile, you'll have an app, which will be local phone or circle loop, one of the two, and you can, you, you can leave that running on your phone. When someone rings that number, it will ring through to this phone. Okay? But also you can put it on divert when you're not working, which means you can say, we're only open between this time and this time, please leave a message, someone will get back to you. Yeah? So no one has to ring your personal number. Also, it's better if you or can also have a landline number ring on your phone. It looks more professional when you've got a landline number rather than a mobile number, okay? Here's a quick tip for you though. If you're choosing landline numbers, please avoid 0845s and 0800s. Um, these are like what they call premium toll numbers here in the UK. Um, charge, why, why, do, why, do, why should you not get an 0845 number? People will avoid to call them. It's not just for the charge. You yeah. No, it's true. When someone rings you like from a number that's 0800 or whatever, or 0845, what, what do you do? You look at it and you go, oh shit, I haven't paid my bills. That might be them. Ah, oh, fuck it. I won't answer it. Okay. Um, here's a tip for you. Buy a local phone number. Okay. So for example, in Maidstone in Kent, the local area code is 01622. Buy an 01622 number because that's your local area. So that's where your office is, for example. Yeah? Why? Because people prefer to pick up local numbers. Okay? Vodafone did this to me. Vodafone, they don't ring you anymore from Vodafone's HQ. They ring you from a local number. So they know where you live. So they buy, they buy an 01622 number, and they ring me from an 01622 number. What do I do? Think shit, there might be the school, the kids, whatever, I'll pick it up. Hello, sir, it's Vodafone. Ah, oh, fuck. Yeah. <laughs> right. But they know because people will pick it up. Yeah? The other thing is, is if you have a premium rate number, 0800, 08, even though 0800 numbers are free, toll free, people still think they pay on their mobile, don't they? Some people think, oh, if I, if I call it, I'd have to. So they don't call you. You want to encourage people to call you. Yeah? So things like uh, local phone, circle loop as well, you can text from them as well. You can do all kinds of stuff from them. So get, get one. Okay? Business email address. Very important. Business email address. Okay? Please stop giving out your personal email address for business. Yeah? I see people go to networking events and hand out their business card. And on their business card, their email address is honeybunny. 2004 at hotmail.com and I'm a mortgage broker. You sound like you sell sex toys. <coughs> yeah. Just like what the, <laughs> what are you thinking? So please be professional people, okay? Have a professional, have a, have a business email address or whatever. That happens when you buy your business domain uh, www.whatever, blah, 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 okay? Get your business email address sorted out. Bookkeeping software. Highly recommend you get booking for your software. Um, if, look, most business owners, especially when they're starting out, 
they don't keep a track of their books. What do they do? They have a shoebox in their house where they put all the receipts in it. And at the end of the year, they give that shoebox to their accountant and it says, do my accounts. When do you want to know if you're making profit or not? At the end of the year or now? Now. So you need to keep track of your books. How much are you spending? How much are you making? All this kind of stuff, yeah? Because if you don't, you'll lose, the, you'll lose track, okay? So I recommend zero. We use zero in our businesses. There are other ones that you can use, but um, like Sage, all this kind of stuff. We use, personally use zero because it's very functional. It integrates with a lot of things. It does, it does amazing. You can invoice from it. You can do all kinds of stuff from it. So we, we use that. Um, and I, I highly recommend that you use that as well. Marketing plan. You'll all have one while you're here this weekend or this, these next three days. Accountant. Accountant and a, and a bookkeeper as well. But an accountant is something that I believe you should all get. Most people look for accountants at the end of the tax year. You need to find an accountant that works with you, not for you. Please understand the difference. Accountants that work for you, they just give you a document at the end of the year, ask you to sign it. Good accountants help you to avoid tax. I'm not going to lie. I don't like paying tax. I do pay some tax, but I have an accountant who structures it in ways that makes my business more tax efficient. He doesn't help me evade tax because you go to jail for that. Okay? Tax evasion is illegal. Tax avoidance is perfectly legal. Why would you pay more tax than you have to? Yeah? Most accountants don't work with the business owner. That's the problem. Okay? So you need to find someone who fights your corner, who works with you, shows you how to be more tax efficient, all that kind of stuff. It's really, really important. You've been listening to the Mind Over Money podcast with Jess and James. Don't forget to subscribe and follow on all the channels. Links in the show notes. Please also leave a review and visit www.jessandjames.com to find more resources on how to create the life you deserve.